Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me as always is... It's Matt. And uh, today we tried to do uh, a live stream. I think one one person was watching it at one point. It was, uh, yeah. I don't know if that was actually me uh, uh, with on my other screen, but I did see oh, okay. a couple times one person chimed in. Yeah, So, uh, but it didn't work. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, so we've since deleted that, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I will make sure that we have good show notes for this episode because it is a very uh, image uh, or just visual heavy episode. Hopefully you can still listen to it if you aren't um, in a place to to get to youtube but uh as always i just wanted to remind everyone you can communicate with us you can go over to twitter find us at uh rec life podcast uh facebook uh find us uh recording live podcast or just go to our website recording live podcast.com you can find ways to contact us there uh where to download or listen to this if you're not subscribe to our podcast somewhere um and yeah so if you have any comments just any of your favorite youtube uh, youtube channels uh, shoot them our way. We can look at them and talk about them maybe if we think they're interesting. Um, but otherwise, I guess uh, here's the show. Hope you yep. like it. That's totally on me too. I, my internet yeah. just shut down halfway through. And that was my idea to do this whole thing. It's obviously going to be in our introduction when we start talking about this. But yeah, unfortunately, halfway through, uh, we just lost me yep. completely. Yeah, we- I had to reset my router and my uh, my modem. Nope. Anyway, you know, here is the show. (laughs) Thanks. We're recording. We're recording live. Yeah, so today we are talking, we're going to talk our top five YouTube channels. Um, I got mine. Uh, Matt has his. I don't know if there's overlap. We, we, I guess we didn't chat too much about it beforehand other than just kind of what we wanted to talk about uh, for each one as we go. Um, but other than that, uh, Matt, what have uh, you been up to, uh, I guess, the last two weeks? Well, Dexter, there's there's one thing going on right now. It's Saturday night. I don't know what. Dexter, we're recording live. <gasps> <laughs> Is that the only reason you wanted to do this? <laughs> no, but it sure has been on my mind to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, we're recording. We're recording live. We're recording live. On a, like, legitimately, we are recording live, and we are recording live via streaming on Facebook. This is a little oh, idea man. that I had going on. But um, what have I been up to this week? Uh, it's the Super Bowl. I work retail, so I've been busy. And... It's been terrible, and I will not lie. I'll do a little behind the scenes right now. I had to frantically get this whole thing ready because I got off work. I took a nap. I didn't set an alarm <laughs> thinking I'd have plenty of time, and I woke up a half an hour ago. So oh, I rushed. I rushed. I was dumb and didn't set an alarm. But other than that, not a whole lot. Um, you and I got together last weekend and mm-hmm. did – woodwork and whatnot something we've always wanted to do for the past uh probably three or four months together so we finally got a chance to do that and we built a very impressive easel for your children yes (laughs) i don't know that impressive is the word but they love it so they're happy uh they've used it I, i think every day since then um i think i'm gonna add like a little bit more to it uh like a little tray uh, and because uh, right now it's just like a frame with a board on it to like tape stuff onto. It so I'm gonna try to three hours to build that frame with a board slapped on it. Well, we did that, and then 
I built, uh, I kind of, I finished that sled I was working on. Yep. Um, and we did a lot of talking and we took it pretty slow. It was, it was kind of just like a time to hang out cause we hadn't had a real chance to hang out since, uh, you came over for s'mores a long time uh, ago, uh, back in September your, on my birthday. Yeah. For your birthday. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's been a while since we got to hang out. Uh, so I think we just kind of got a lot of chatting in, which was nice, it, which yep. it was really funny. Cause, uh, I was talking to my wife later and I was just like, Man, like every couple of topics that we talked about, I was I almost just told him to shut up so we could talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> but I don't want our lives to turn into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anything else I guess going on? No, that's no. honestly about it. Nothing else really is going on. It's just been a busy week, so I have just been working and sleeping, working and sleeping, and yeah. that was honestly the biggest thing that I've done recently. Yeah. We uh, we've just uh, started, um, I, I don't know, being more strict with bedtime for my youngest, and so she used to take a long time to go to bed, uh, just lots of books and lots of snuggles, and uh, now we just she turned three, and we just this is a good tip for for I guess new parents maybe, but uh, for my oldest son or my only son, uh, we told him like, hey, when you turn four four-year-olds go to bed by themselves and so he started going to bed by himself and then vivian we're just like so you're three now three-year-olds go to bed by themselves and they just take that as like oh this is what everyone does when they turn this age so uh no it's been glorious we have it's we have way more time at night uh so we've we've actually caught up on wandavision uh and kept up with that we were able to watch last the episode yesterday um so I guess that, I, I assume eventually should, we're going to do a spoiler show about it. Yeah, that'll be a podcast that will totally yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast eventually. I'm digging it a, uh, a lot. Like I, I've been pretty big and a uh, fan of it since it came out. The first two episodes yeah. are weird. And, and then by the third episode, you start seeing little hints. And now the fifth episode just aired and that was yep. really good. So it's really kind of great because now it feels like, we're getting back into Marvel movies, even though we're not. But yeah, I'm I'm happy just because it's it, we haven't had any MCU stuff for about 18 months, over 18 months, and eventually we're gonna get to an MCU discussion podcast, and mm-hmm. that's also we've been discussing on how to do it. What we're talking about today is more than likely going to be the format of how we talk about Marvel. So mm. eventually we're going to get there. We already got our TC discussion out of the way. So well, half of it, and we're probably not going to finish it. <laughs> I would go with 80% considering that we just didn't discuss, I think two movies. So, yeah, the two and movies. they haven't released anything since then, since uh, we've discussed except wonder woman, but that's fine. Yeah. So, We'll get to it. We will eventually get to our Marvel discussion. It's been months and months of talking about how to tackle it. So this is also why I wanted to do this live stream. Uh, not really the live stream to talk to how to do it, but the format of our topic is mm-hmm. probably going to be close to how we're going to tackle uh, because we really like the Marvel stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and I guess one thing I wanted to say, too, about WandaVision in general is so this is like the first MCU TV show that feels at least that it's part of the MCU because S.H.I.E.L.D., like they said it was part of the MCU, but it never actually felt like it was still within there. Like, I mean, it didn't. It didn't like when the whole Hydra thing happened in um, 
what was it winter soldier yeah uh like that affected the show but nothing from the show affects the movies no so this is the first one where i think it's actually going to affect each other um which makes sense because it's on disney's platform it's off netflix or no no it's i guess it was on abc is where shield was so i don't know anyway um it's the first show that feels like it's actually part of the mcu to me but also what i like about it being a show with these big with these characters that are part of the the mcu is that it's the first time the mcu actually feels like a comic book to me right um because each episode just feels like an issue a comic book issue and so Mm -hmm. i'm enjoying that with it like they're able to do a little bit more with it and it's it's enjoyable it's making me really look forward to kind of going back to a couple episodes ago when we were talking about the trailers that they were that they released right Uh, it makes me way more excited for um what is uh falcon and winter soldier yes um specifically that one like just the more the closer we're getting to that one coming out the more excited i'm getting yeah march Um, i think is when it comes out march that's good march or may i I can't uh, march uh, this spring i think it's still planned okay well that's good Uh, i'm looking forward to that but uh no other than that i don't know that we we, yeah we finished we caught up on mandalorian um yeah i don't know that's really about it i guess um so now we can talk about youtube so it's interesting um so i i actually have not been uh, i don't watch a whole lot of youtube and i never have until recently uh getting into woodworking it kind of got me like i have to watch people on youtube to figure out what to do like i can't just like read stuff um i mean i can but like it's nice to be able to see people doing stuff with when you're doing stuff that's physical and working with your hands i guess or Mm -hmm. i mean just like especially like building a sled a crosscut sled for the 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 table saw it or jigs and stuff like it's nice to see how they build it and then how they use it instead of just like reading a description so that's the main reason i even got into youtube i mean i've had you know i i obviously i know what youtube is and i've looked at it here and there but i just i really don't like like i don't have the time to just sit and watch videos um and when i do it's usually while i'm multitasking and so it's usually on mute because I, i have to like pay attention to something else going on. Right. Um, and so I very rarely up until like a month or two ago would watch anything on YouTube with the sound on. Um, but, uh, but yeah, ever since then, like I, so I've gotten really into, it was kind of hard for me not to just pick a bunch of woodworking channels. Uh, <laughs> um, because that's mostly what I watch, but there's a couple, I realized that like just ones that I've, I guess known about for a long time. And I, I enjoy maybe, other things about those channels like uh maybe podcasts there's a couple on there where i actually listen more to the podcast than the youtube channel but Mm -hmm. i enjoy the youtube channel as well um but no it's uh i thought this was an interesting topic and it's something i think just the more i get into youtube the more i'm just finding myself kind of watching other videos and i have more time now too so it's kind of bumping it's popping up more and more so i thought this was a fun thing to talk about for sure okay well um youtube is my my television it's all i watch yeah and it's just because i don't have television i haven't had actual television in uh going on 13 years wow so yep i you know uh had basic cable basic television not cable basic television four channels growing up yeah got satellite uh when i was older uh and by older i mean like 20 and then by 23 24 being out of college moving out uh, my first roommates I had for like six months, they had cable and everything. And then I moved in with some other roommates and it was their house. 
they didn't want it. They didn't want anything. They didn't want that. They didn't want internet or anything. Hmm. So didn't have tele- didn't have television. So hmm. I lived with them for like four and a half years. Eventually, I said, "Forget this," and got <laughs> internet. Uh, you kind of need internet. You really do. Wow, and they didn't, your so, roommates didn't even have internet. Nope. And wow. they said, and I knew that if I got internet myself, they were gonna leech off of me. Yeah. And when I finally said, well, I'm going to get Internet, you know, I need Internet for my job. I need it because I don't have anything to do except watch movies. If I'm going to mm-hmm. yeah, like I have to use my phone for everything. And they said, oh, we'll help pay for it. Yeah. I got it. Never got a penny from them. <laughs> and I was already going to be moving out in a few months anyway. But that kind of ticked me off that. Yeah, yeah. And one time I I took my the, my their portion out of my rent and they threw a big fit that I didn't pay all my rent. <laughs> yep, that, it was like only four months and I was moved out already. I already planned on moving out when I got the internet. That's why I was already like, I don't even know if I should get this because I'm planning on moving out in the fall. But I did. And so, yeah, YouTube uh, is my television. And when I say YouTube is my television, it literally is my television. The only streaming service I have right now is Disney+. Plus. I don't have Netflix, Hulu, uh, HBO Go, any of this stuff. I don't have it. I just have uh, uh, YouTube. And so... I have YouTube Premium, you know. Shout out to that. I think I only pay like ten bucks a month for it, but we don't have ads now, thankfully, unless they're built-in ads. What's so, a built-in ad? <clears throat> what Bob does in his videos, where he stops oh, video. You, and yeah, does yeah. YouTube built-in ad. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Which is funny. Ad. I yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, one of one uh, of my channels has really good built-in ads, basically. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. we'll uh, we'll jump into this with our top five. These yeah. are our top fives, and they're just going to be uh, five, ten-minute discussions of what they are. So we're not going to go super long with this. We're going to try and keep this roughly an hour or a little over if we yep. have to. Uh, so let's start off with Dexter. What's your what's your first pick for your top favorite YouTube channel? So I, I don't know that there's any order for these. Just to note, I guess it was just kind of how they came up uh, in my brain. So maybe the one that I've been paying attention to the longest, it's the Bible project. And I don't, I don't talk too much about my faith, especially on this podcast. Uh, Matt and I get into discussions offline, I guess here and there. Um, but friendly discussions about it. Pretty, yeah, yeah, uh, I would say pretty neutral, just over, um, overlaying the topics and stuff. We never have debates or arguments on I'm not trying to push, I guess, anything with this. I just, it's one of my favorites, so I just wanted to include it. Um, and and the reason why I, I like this, especially um, even for people who don't, I guess, believe the Bible, uh, if you just want to understand it, uh, and under, uh, like, I guess, because for me, there's been a couple of, well, I don't know. Anyway, so these are guys that just really dig into like the research aspect of it. Um, as an example, uh, that I. Like, so they'll do an episode, uh, I guess it's like five, 10 minute video on a certain topic relating to the Bible. And then they have a podcast that kind of accompanies it, but the podcast will last several episodes, each episode more than an hour long. So like the, the podcast, they really dig into like the, the research that they did on the topic and then the video that they make for the, then for YouTube, um, is just like an overview, I suppose, um, 
And the reason why I like it is just because of the actual research that they do. It's not just like their defense isn't just the Bible says so. Like they dig into historians who aren't religious. They dig into um, like other things and, and find like do actual research on these topics. I mean, that's why the podcast, like one of them that I re- listened to recently, uh, I think it was over probably like 10 hours worth of podcast just on one topic. Um, and it was just insane, the, like how deep they were going on to just the research. And so, I mean, it's just a good research podcast. It happens to be about the Bible. Um, but I, I did find that just, if you have questions about why do Christians think this way, this is a really good way, like resource, I guess, to kind of look into and just at least try to get an understanding. And even for Christians, it's a good resource to, understand something better because I feel like, um, I've learned a few things from just what I was taught growing up. Um, like it clarified some things and maybe even changed the, maybe the way I was thinking about a certain thing, um, in regards to the Bible and stuff like that. But it's just, I don't know. It's just a very good, uh, organization who does good research basically. And they really, the, the animations for the videos are just top notch as well. Like it's not, it's not slapped together. They do solid work. Nice. Yeah, it's a 2.25 million sub, yeah. uh, subscription had yeah, over 200,000 uh views, 200 million views. Yeah. Uh it's an almost a uh, 7-year-old channel. Yeah, they've been around for a while. Uh which I mean they have a ton of videos and just content. Um yeah, sorry, I forgot we made those notes. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. Yeah, th- this is uh, the channel, I guess, that I follow that has the most views or the most subscriptions. But, yeah, other than that, I guess I don't have much else to say. How'd you discover it? Uh, somebody, I think it's just one of those things where they played one of the videos at Youth Group, probably, or... Uh, no, that wouldn't make sense because YouTube didn't exist when we were in high school. Probably, it was just something I saw at church, and I just... I thought that the video made a lot of sense. I liked what it... You know, what... I guess how it was put together. And so I went and looked up more Then I found out that there was a podcast and, and stuff. I actually have a book that they have to a coffee table book. That's that has like illustrations from the videos in nice. the book. Yeah. It's actually, it's really cool too. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, that's, I guess it's just, yeah. Some I saw at church just looked into it a little bit more and I All really right. like it. The Bible project. Check it out. <laughs> if it's something that interests you. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's how I'll try and phrase those. Okay. Mine, uh, my first pick is, let me open my phone, uh, is, I will go over because he's in my subs, is Chris McFeely. Uh, he is a, pretty much just a content creator on YouTube. He does the Transformer Basics video, which are between eight and a ten minute long uh, basic infos on certain topics, characters, and stuff in Transformers. Okay. And I've discovered it mainly because I know who Chris is. He's someone in the Transformer community. He's one of the, I don't know if he's the creator of it, but he's one of the big people that handles the the wiki uh, that's part of it. And I discuss, uh, he currently has 131,000 subscribers. It's gone up since he's done the basics. He's been doing the basics for about three years. So, and. So does he? Sorry. Uh, oh, so ahead. he just talks about, quote unquote, the basics of Transformers. Like just kind of yeah. like if you don't know much about it, this is a good channel to watch. Yes. Cool. Yep. 
just gives off a 10 minute video of characters, things, settings, topics, mm-hmm. comics, shows. And I've known Chris for about uh, 11, 12 years. And I, I discovered him on a podcast. Cool. And he's one of the few people that I've interacted with on Twitter. <laughs> so, yep. And he's had one unofficial comic book uh, published and one official comic published by IDW oh, wow. uh, two years ago. Two or three years ago, he did one, and he's very much a nice guy. He's from he's from Ireland, okay. and yeah, he's he's a walking encyclopedia of Transformers, and he's a very friendly guy. Mm-hmm. So I I I found since I followed him on Twitter and everything, I've seen his YouTube channel here and there. But once he announced he was going to be doing these this thing called the Basics, mm-hmm. I've checked it out, and yeah, it's a weekly to bi-weekly video he puts out on Saturdays. Does he have and, like a Oh, it's been going since 2006. No, right? that's when he create. That's when he started his YouTube channel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, does he? Have, are there a lot of videos? Yeah. Uh, okay. Gosh, oh boy, how many has he done? Let me see. What's? Uh, uh, I think Optimus Prime was his 100th video, and he did that okay. nine months ago. So he's probably close to the 150 range. Okay. So yeah, he's been he's doing about three uh, for three years. So yeah, he's roughly a few okay. over a hundred videos he's been doing of these, and cool. it's it's pretty fun. Like they're just mm-hmm. little entertainment entertaining things. I mean, I won't lie, I know all the stuff that uh, <laughs> he, he is saying. So, uh, but I think it's a great little channel. Uh, he mm-hmm. supports it through ad revenue and a Patreon. Yeah, I was gonna say I see the little Patreon. Badge. Yes. Yep, he's got his Twitter and his Patreon, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's a fun little channel. It's uh, it's entertaining. I, I I like it a lot. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool little thing that he puts together. Like he just finished up. He does a little. He does special ones. Like he does Patreon picks where mm-hmm. you can you know you can contribute and choose a topic. Mm-hmm. Or in January this year, he did. I think this year and last year, he did obscure characters. Oh, cool! I always enjoy that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. So it's pretty neat little things. But yeah, no, I've I've been watching him for a few years now. I think he's pretty fun. And he's an interesting guy. Like he he helps run the United Kingdom convention, oh, and cool. so he's posted quite a few videos of that of the convention thing. So yeah, just a just a fun little channel. Have you ever gone to a Transformers convention? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just curious what that would even be like. No, I've never gone to one. He's part of in the UK is the only one I would want to go to. Yeah. Eh. Transformers is is very, very big in, in the UK. Huh. And their fan convention, which is, it used to be called Auto Assembly. Now it's called, oh, let me see. Um, let me see if I could see where it's at. Um. Real quick, I'm just going to go up. TF Nation. Hmm. And uh, so that's also one thing that I've learned from these guys, because uh, he's been a contributor on a podcast, mm-hmm. the Moon-based, the Underbase podcast, and that's how I discovered him, mm-hmm. uh, is these guys all talking about their convention stuff. And it's mm-hmm. pretty big. They get a lot of official people. It's not an official convention. It's a fan convention, but okay, they get right. a lot of uh, official kind of press and things like that. So it's really great. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, love to get one but uh i i would have to fly across the world yeah so. yeah and flying to england or the uk that's a rough flight 
Yeah. Like, I was cramped when I came, like, when I came back, I was on a big plane, and I was in the middle of, like, I don't know how many seats were in that row. It was at least three seats for me to get out on either direction. It was miserable. 13-hour flight, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, that's that's my five, my first of five. Why don't you give off your next one? Yeah, so my, uh, my next one, it's more of a relaxing thing to watch. Uh, it's called Baumgartner Restoration. Um, I th- oh, man, I don't remember. I guess where this guy's based out of. I think it's he's in Chicago, but I I hope I'm not wrong on that because that might be offensive. Um, but he's just an art restorationist. Uh, the videos are just him cleaning paintings mostly, uh, repairing. So he'll he gets a painting in. They usually look just disgusting. Uh, when he gets them, like just usually like just dingy. Um, I don't know that he's ever cleaned a painting that like just a regular person would recognize. I've certainly not recognized any of them and I've studied mm-hmm. art mildly in, in college. Like I had to take a couple courses. Um, but I, at least, you know, it's they're 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 old paintings. Like these are paintings that are worth some money kind of thing. I mean, otherwise you would not pay this guy to clean a painting if it wasn't worth something. Uh, Cause I'm sure it's very expensive. Um, but yeah, he'll bring in a painting. He'll take it off the stretcher. Uh, he'll clean it up. Like kind of, which already kind of brightens it up, but then he goes through and retouches the paintings. So like, if there's any miss, like just scratches or some or missing paint that might have fallen off just because they're so old, mm-hmm. uh, or a lot of times like there's a gash, and so he'll fix that, and then he'll have to you know fill it in with this filler that he has, and then repaint over it. Uh, and he has all, and just the whole time, he has, well, he has two versions. I think of like most videos where like there's the silent one where it's just him working, and you just watch him work. Um, which is just kind of nice, I guess. I think that's considered ASMR because you hear the sounds of his working. Um, but then, then he'll have narrated ones, which I guess is, are the ones that we usually watch, um, where he he's talking it through, explains why he's doing what he's doing, and it's just it's just interesting to see paintings get restored. We usually do it um, like we'll watch it before bed, just as like a wind down. Um, but like the the episodes can get pretty long depending on the painting. Um, the more recent ones are kind of just done better. Um, I think he's just either put more money into it, like getting somebody to help him with editing. Maybe he's got a cameraman now, whereas before like his early videos, you can tell it's just like he set up his phone or a camera on like a tripod maybe. Um, yeah. but yeah, so he has uh, 1.47 million subscribers. So another big one, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't really know what's big, I guess for subscription. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty Pretty good size channel, <laughs> but yeah, I guess there are, he, he has a lot of critics, uh, and so whenever he's talking, he always comments about like how some people like made a comment. Um, so I'm guessing he does the silent one, and then he waits for comments, and then when he does the narration, he kind of addresses some of the comments. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he'll like tell like explain why he's doing something when people tell him that like that's a stupid way to do it. He'll say why he does it that way. But it's just it's just a very nice channel to watch, I guess, as a person who went through art school. And, and studied art a little bit, I guess. It, I find it particularly interesting. I, I don't know. I, obviously, if you don't like art, it might not be interesting. Um, but I, 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 it's just relaxing to watch. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, we discovered it. I discovered it. Um, my wife just somehow found out about it. I think she just one of her podcasts that she listens to. Um, they recommended it just as a therapeutic thing to watch. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about it. It's just a... It's just a meditative thing to do to like watch just because like what he's doing like takes like months and months to do and he's just condensing it down into 
seven minutes, maybe 20 minutes for the longer episodes. Um, and it's just like you're just watching him with a giant cotton swab, cleaning a painting, and then dabbing a paintbrush on little tiny details. It's very interesting. And he does a – sorry, one of the – so for the built-in ads, he does a really good job. And I usually would find it really annoying, but the way he, like, brings his ads up is really funny because, like, he's just, like, talking. And then he's just like, speaking of that, you should – or, like – you need a good website too. blah, 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 Squarespace. And so he just does a really good job of like looping the ads in very seamlessly, um, which is just, which I find funny, uh, mm-hmm. which usually I would find that just very annoying, but he does a very good job with it. It's kind of amusing, I guess. But, and it's just kind of interesting to see the types of tools that are used for that type of stuff. Cause that's the type of thing I guess that I'm interested in. Like I like to see it's, I, I find it funny that like he uses dental tools and just really random stuff to clean really old paintings. Yeah. Just interesting. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I, I like some of those kind of things. I mean, I, I've never looked up paint painting restoration, but mm-hmm. uh, past few weeks I've sent a couple videos to our group chat of like uh, people restoring old toys like a batmobile the delorean back to the future time machine car and and it's it it is it's very relaxing to watch people very much sign uh very yes clean these things up and restore them like Mm -hmm. i I, i'm not interested in car restoration whatsoever things like that but some of the (laughs) models and, and things like that that stuff's pretty fun to watch Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I saw a, I saw a video once of a guy restoring an old uh, PS One, like the read the redo redid PlayStation ones that are like tiny. Yeah, uh, and it was like the, it was like yellow, like the plastic was all yellowed. It didn't mm-hmm. work, and he just like took it all apart, cleaned it all up. Like he somehow got the plastic back to being white. I've watched how people do that. It's kind of insane. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't and, know what the solution is, but they use a special cleaning yeah. solution and UV lights to yeah, uh, yeah. bring it back out. Yeah, and just I mean, even that was kind of just nice, like just enjoyable to watch somebody. And like he did, like he had to resolder and like fix some of the electronics and stuff. And it was, that was even very therapeutic to watch. It was, it, those videos are very interesting. But I, I just particularly like this guy and and just watching the like just seeing how art is done. Mm-hmm. So. I gotcha. Yep. Well, for my next one, I wanted to highlight, I'll pull up his channel right here, James Willems' channel. Okay. James is a uh, member of Funhouse, a channel that I enjoy. It's a gaming comedy channel. And this is his own personal channel with just him and his wife, Elise, also a member of Funhouse. And they don't do a lot of videos, per se. I think they may. Let me see when their last video was. Uh, Two weeks ago. And then another two weeks, three weeks, a month. So they may do a video every every week to every few weeks. Mm -hmm. So, like, their net, like, their one, two, three, four, five, six. Their last 20 videos are a span of four to five months so not they don't do a whole lot of content but uh they're paid to do this for a company so Hmm. this is just a side project that him and his wife do and they're they're both writers producers for funhouse but they've also done stand-up and 
it's mainly most of their stuff is just playing video games, just streaming. Mm-hmm. And they are a very, very funny duo. Like their videos are very entertaining. Uh, they have uh, James has two hundred twenty-four thousand uh, subscribers, and let's see, eleven million views. So mm-hmm. not super big, but oh boy, bigger than I could ever be with my six subscribers I have. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't post my videos. I don't think I posted a, a video in like six years. And but yeah, just it's just hilarious. It's just him, his wife, and their dog Benson mm. uh, doing just playing video games and talking throughout it. And usually That's they funny. stream it either on their PC or on their PlayStation. But yeah. two very very funny people and. I strongly recommend checking them out, but mm-hmm. also checking out uh, their Twitter and Instagrams too. They're separate ones because they are both very funny folks. Like mm-hmm. James is, he's one of the founding members of Funhouse, one of the last members, and a very avid fan of Street Fighter, mm-hmm. pro wrestling. Uh, does a lot of streams and discussions about the Nintendo 64 game Psychonauts. And Elise, it's it was a one game. It's come. Uh, it's got a sequel coming out maybe this year. Hmm. And Elise loves to talk about her love for McDonald's. So it's love. It it's very very funny. I I enjoy them <laughs> a lot. Uh, I found them out just through watching Funhouse. Yeah. So yep. Not not too much to talk about. Uh, just if you like video game streaming, go check out their channel because they do quite a bit. Like there's some of my favorite some of my favorite YouTube videos are actually done by them, and it's just them mm. playing an indie game. So I can't tell you how many times I've watched a stream of theirs called, oh what was it Potato Man I think it is, and it's like <laughs> a two three hour stream of them playing this pretty much college. Uh, game this game that someone from college in college created for a project looks terrible looks like hot trash but uh they make it really entertaining to watch that's funny yeah yeah the james guy i think from uh funhouse he's probably my more favorite of the group yep Uh, i always yeah i always think he's just a little more funnier than i don't know whatever i don't watch a lot of funhouse great yeah. James is James is really great. He's uh he's he's very funny, very entertaining. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's not much really to say. I I'll try and be a little descriptive on some of these things, but like when it comes to like channels like these, they're just game streamers by yeah. funny people. So, you know, it's like yeah, and I mean their their videos go from 20 minutes to <laughs> 2 hours, so. And it's just it's non-edited. It's just broadcasting like how we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep, that's what I got for that one. Very much, if you like video games stuff, check out James Willem's channel. Cool. All right. And for Dexter, your number three. So my number three is, uh, yeah, YouTube channel uh, called Bourbon Moth. Um, It's it's a guy, he has 427,000 subscribers. uh, He's, I guess, my first woodworker. I think I only have two woodworkers on here, technically. Um, and the re- so there's a lot of people who do woodworking that I guess I would recommend. Um, but the reason why I like this guy, uh, yep, 
sorry, I, I think my, I'm watching the live stream, so I'm seeing a delay. But the reason I like this guy is because yeah, yeah, there's, there's about a minute or two delay on the okay. live stream. Uh, but you got the right one. So is the reason I like him is because he's funny, uh, but very informative. Like every time there's a new scene, I guess, uh, he's like running into the scene, into the camera, like into the scene from off camera or like editing it so that he's like mid jump. And so he's like mm-hmm. landing as the scene starts. Like, he's just like real big goofball. Like he just seems like the type of guy you could have like, You'd either find super irritating or have a good time hanging out with, I guess. But the other than that is like he just he does really quality work. I'm pretty sure he is like a furniture and cabinet maker by trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has very nice equipment. Like everything he uses is like top notch. But he has a, uh, a couple episodes that are like tips, like uh, like getting started uh, as a woodworker. Like he has an episode that's just like how to start uh, how to build your first shop, basically, uh, for like under, I think a thousand dollars. Um, and so he shows like what he has, but he's just like, but I still have this first one I bought and it works great. I just got this more expensive one cause I'm a person who wanted to have an expensive thing. And so he, he has like a list of things to get. And he even tells you to get things that are not his sponsors. Like I think in his list, he's just like, I hope my sponsor doesn't mind, but I'm telling you to get something else. And so he, he's very honest and like, he has a couple of like just gag episodes. Like he has a one episode that's like, um, drills for children. And so he goes through like all of his, the drills he has in his shop and like, he gets to ones that are just like as big as his arm. Uh, but he's doing it all as if he's blippy, (laughs) which I watched like a minute of it. I'm like, Nope, I'm done. And it was a 20 minute episode. (laughs) And I was just like, can't do this. Sorry. (laughs) But he just, yeah. And he has like one, uh, a couple of like tip episodes that are just complete jokes. Like, like top 10 things, uh, woodworkers, like you would never have guessed to help with your projects. And like number seven, I think is just alcohol. And then he, that's all he says. And then he moves on to the next one. So like, it's just, like uh, make quick cuts without glasses and stuff like that. Like they're just complete jokes, but his other th- ones where he's doing serious work, like um, he built a bench in his house. Uh, they just, the way he did it, it looks super easy to do. And like, I'm sure if I follow what he's doing, I could do it. Is like, I guess how I feel about it. Um, but if anything, like I just, I, I would watch him build something that even I don't want to build just because he makes it enjoyable to watch. Um, and he's the type of YouTuber that if he'll, he'll show the things that he's done and screwed up with. Um, and he'll just explain like, that just didn't work. So we did this instead. And he'll, he shows what actually worked. Like he built a lathe out of like, um, a jig out, that he made out of wood and a router that he just sat on top to, cause he wanted like just a really long piece of wood. Uh, that was just like a perfect cylinder. And so he, he just made like a, a solenoid and then put it on the jig and uh and he just he had a couple of hiccups on that one so and he just admitted it oh yeah right there i guess i see um uh he has like a six thousand dollar pallet that he built apparently so he he does like outlandish things as well but he has a couple things in there he has like a really nice um cross sliding cross cutting sled that like it would take a lot more time than a priest than a standard cross cut sled but there's a lot of like things that he added to it that like would really help you in the long run so um he's entertaining very informative i if you're getting into woodworking if you're into woodworking at all um i guess i just give him like a shot just because he does good work and entertaining cool yeah i don't know I'm distracted by this 
brass knuckle chisel that he apparently he makes. Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> he got a, I think he, do, he just does silly stuff. He's just a silly guy. Oh, I made a $6,000 pallet. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a thing. He just does silly <laughs> stuff. He has a whole like uh, playlist of he's building a boat. Um, yeah, I see that's most it's one of his think, uh, most recent things. Yeah, he's got yeah. A, he's up to a five parter and looks yeah. like he takes it out uh, half a million subscribers. So and I mean not that many videos have who started about post about two years ago. So yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, he's entertaining and uh, he does a lot of cross. Like I think he he's in the whatever the maker scene because like he has a one one video where like he's using something that he got from another youtuber that i almost put on my list uh which is cats moses which i also recommend like he does he's not on my list so we don't have to look at it but um he's another good woodworking guy if you're into woodworking right but yeah okay uh for my next pick it is another streamer it's uh, Bruce Green, who's also from Funhouse, but he left Funhouse a year and a half ago. Mm. And Bruce uh, is one of the founders of Funhouse as well. And I did watch him stream uh, as well. <laughs> Some of my videos that I've watched, you can see where they I've been watching them. Uh, uh, he's got 202,000 oh. subscribers. Okay, uh, so Yes, and uh, <laughs> I've been I've been a fan of Bruce for a very long time. He's founder, one of the guys from Inside Gaming. He came to Funhouse, and he was with Funhouse for almost five years. And I watched his I watched his YouTube channel as well. And it's he's funny, he's entertaining, but he's not doing any gimmicks or shticks too much in mm-hmm. his YouTube channel. Uh, he has his podcast on here too, talking to the talk to the internet which he does with another former Funhouse member and another uh, game streamer. But uh, this is his full-time job. He's a Twitch streamer, and okay. he's actually one of the top Twitch streamers. Uh, I think he probably ranges between twenty and 30,000 subscribers uh, a month. Mm-hmm. And so wow. that's how they make their money, through subscriptions, through donations, right. tips, and everything. So he's very... He's very much a rising star from doing it about a year and a half ago. So his sub count on YouTube is not very high compared to some, mm-hmm. but he's one of the biggest names on another platform. Yeah. And I have watched him on Twitch, but for me, I don't have time for Twitch. I really don't. I, I need to have, I, I just don't have time to watch people live stream. I really don't in the sense. Mm-hmm. So I like to go back and watch the videos when they actually get posted on YouTube so I can pause them and whatnot. So, but yeah. no, just Bruce just plays video games, uh, streams them. Yeah. He's got his own little community of friends that he does it with who I mm-hmm. become pretty well known to recognize who they are and everything. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. I'm going to just circle around this one. I have no idea what is going on with him doing Pokemon unboxings. I think that's a trendy thing right now that's going on. But what? yeah, yeah, he's done a couple of them. Oh, maybe the like best the cards? Pokemon. Yes, he's been I doing them. Okay. He's been doing bo- unboxing videos for the past few weeks. Pokemon giveaway, uh, opening cards and giving them away. All right. Yeah, he's got three or four sure. of these videos where he's um He's unboxing Pokemon oh, okay. trading cards. 
Yeah, it feels like a gimmick. Uh, yep. Uh, my favorite videos I've been watching from him lately is this game, Phasmophobia, which is like uh, ghost hunting. Okay. And oh, yeah, the game is just, ghost hunting, yeah. Yeah, it's ghost hunting. It's playing, uh, it's it's walking around haunted houses with uh, recording gear and ghost hunting gear and searching for ghosts and trying to find them. And this game from Green Hell, mm-hmm. which uh, it's on the Switch. Uh, I've been looking for games to play on the Switch. This is 100% a co-op game that you need to play with other people. It's a yeah. super ultra-realistic survival simulator uh mm-hmm. In the Amazon, like you have to, oh, you have a, you have one of those high tech watches that te- that detects all of your nutritional facts, and yeah, so okay. you have to specifically go out and find them. And I don't want to play that stuff, but I am having a really great time uh, watching Bruce uh, and his friends play it. Yeah, funny. I tr- tried to watch his uh, stream about uh, GameStop, Robinhood, and the stock market. <laughs> That happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Even having someone like Bruce explain this to me, I still am like, nope, I, uh, I can't do this. But uh, highly recommended streaming. Mm-hmm. Cool. Dexter, what is your next topic? <laughs> uh, let's see. My last one is Bourbon Moss. So my next one is uh, three by three custom. It's another woodworker. Uh, it's a lady named Tamar. Uh, she's in New Englandish area, um, and so let's see, she has 413,000 subs, so about a half, not quite half million, I suppose. Uh, I didn't realize how these people that I'm following have so many subscribers. Like I didn't realize that those were big numbers, um, but and I, maybe they're not. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, another worker. Good numbers. I mean, okay. if you especially when you look at like their view count, like I'm looking yeah. at her right right now, she's. Uh, her last, uh, her last uh, six views are all at a million. Okay. Well, and, and the reason why I recommend her, so like this is this is like an actual serious woodworking channel. Uh, she she doesn't goof off. She's pretty straightforward. Uh, and the reason why I like her, and I'm guessing why a lot of people like her, is because she doesn't have a lot. Like she doesn't have all the fancy equipment. I'm pretty sure I have every tool that she has. I mean, as far as power tools, like, uh, power, uh, so what table saw router, um, handful of drills, like a miter box. Um, it, I think the only fancy thing that she has that I don't have is like a dust collection system, but those are like $500 and that's just ridiculous. Um, but, uh, I have a handheld belt sander. Okay. Or, yeah, I don't have like a stationary belt sander. I wish I did. Those are like an oscillating one would be nice. Um, but like I, I could, I, I like watching her channel. I'm a hundred percent certain I could do what she's doing, um, just because like I know I have at least the tools. And if I don't have exactly what she has, I have something similar um, that I could probably get it done. And she does uh, like very nice, um, just. I don't know. Like, like she does a very good job of like walking you through what she's doing. Um, and I think the reason why I found her was because I was looking up, uh, I was, I was trying to find a video of somebody making a cutting board, uh, without a planer or a jointer. 
which if you're making cutting boards, like you kind of need a planer and a jointer um, because uh, the planer is going to make the board even on top and bottom, like just so that the, the, the bigger areas of the wood are parallel and not like they don't have divots or anything weird. Like it's a completely smooth piece of board. And then a jointer will, will do the exact same thing, but on the sides of the board. So what you need, especially like if you're going to be doing, um, uh, if you're going to be doing uh, like a cutting board, you want those, like you're chopping up a board and then gluing it all together. You want the, you don't want any gaps. Um, I mean, in any woodworking really, but especially cutting boards, cause you're going to be cutting things. You don't want like meat juices getting into the cracks of the wood and stuff. But other than that, she just has like really interesting, like just things that she's building. She does, she figured out a way to do, uh, make some jigs, uh, to make dovetails on the, on the table saw, which is very interesting. Um, just cause usually I think dovetails have to be done by hand. Um, and just a lot of just interesting projects that she has, I guess. And, um, and I think just the fact that it's accessible, she's in New England, so, like, she has to deal with a cold garage in the winter like I do. It looks like she made a guitar once. She's made a lot of guitars. Oh, she makes a lot of guitars, yeah. Yeah, she makes a I've, lot. I've only ever really looked at her videos of, like, she pops up a lot when I Google or when I search for things, like, specific woodworking things. Like So she has a lot of videos on a lot of topics, I, I guess. I've never actually looked at her channel just because, like, she always pops up. And whenever I see her channel for whatever I'm looking for, I know it's going to be good and that I'm going to be able to follow it. Um, but, yeah, she and, and she just explains things very well. Like, she has one episode that's just about zero clearance um insert for your table saw which uh just explaining why you would want that stuff like that it's just it's very accessible for a beginning woodworker like me myself i suppose um i got you and she's just kind of an impressive person like i guess i I don't know much about her but uh i another podcast or a podcast that i listened to brought her up recently uh, as a youtuber to go check out and i guess she's like uh she's a mom so like all this is like I'm assuming when our kids are at school or something and just, uh, I don't know. Like she just seems like a go-getter more or less. And I always respect that. Oh, and she has Ryobi tools, which I find funny because most woodworkers kind of don't like Ryobi is considered like a, um, like a weekend workers tool. Like it's not like a serious woodworking tool. Um, just because like they're exclusively sold at home Depot and like, it's just kind of like, I think they're just kind of looked down upon, but she has like her back wall is just like nothing but Ryobi. So I don't know if they're sponsors or something, but it's just kind of funny to me. Nice. What is this video? What is she making? She's making a bowl without a lathe. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, so a lot of her videos I've noticed seem to just be her getting around, not having certain equipment, which I appreciate because yeah, this, she's making a bowl with just a router and a weird jig that she made. Um, and not oh, yeah. having a lathe. That's really wow. cool. This um, is, I'm sorry that we can't be brought to this anymore, <laughs> put, people, because I, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that uh, <laughs> at the beginning, uh, that our stream failed. But yeah, this is kind of insane. She's making a bowl without a lathe, and I, that's that's the one that spoke out to me, and I'm watching how she's doing it, and it's like, this yeah. is, this seems like more work, but I understand if you can't get a lathe, but wow. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the things with like a jig. Oh wow, she's doing that with a table saw. She's doing that uh, with a table saw. She's just turning it. 
So the thing too about like what so what she's doing is she's making jigs and I think a lot of her episodes are just like how to make a jig to get around not having fancy equipment. And once you make a jig, like you can pretty much just use it until it breaks, which you know, you're making it most of these videos they're making these jigs out of wood, so like it's going to break eventually, but that's a nice like little wooden bowl that she made without a lathe. That's fancy. Um, so no, like she, she's a, she's a very, uh, creative person, like just figuring out ways around having simpler tools in the workshop. It's, it's, uh, I highly recommend it if you're just getting into woodworking, especially, or if you just don't have a big shop. Yeah. She has a lot of angle joint and jig, uh, videos. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. I'm totally going to be checking this out because this is really neat like in case anyone doesn't realize dexter and i really like woodwork nowadays like we're we're in that age that we're (laughs) really wanting to get into carpentry and woodwork and that's why we got together the other uh the other week because we finally got to do it together because we both have a uh separate passion but also community passion for this kind of stuff now as we get older it's really funny too because like i had no idea you were into woodworking until i brought it up like like a month ago on the podcast uh or i don't know whenever i did and yeah it's just uh i got into it just because like when i worked with my brother doing flooring um i always kind of like watched the carpenters and just thought it was interesting and and then a little bit of woodwork i mean quote-unquote woodworking that we did doing like wooden uh, hardwood floors was just it was just fun to get to like cut the boards and I guess, and get them to work just so. And, uh, and now just getting like the fact that we were able to build that, um, that, that easel, like, I mean, even though we, it took us like three hours to do, I was very impressed that we were able to just like, without real plans, just kind of make something and it works. Um, I'm just happy with that. So it's, it's a, it's a fun hobby just to be able to like go and build something with your hands, especially just since I don't have a job where I get to do that anymore. Um, like I, I'm sitting at a desk, uh, I program websites. So like I, it, it's, I'm creative, I guess, to a degree, I, I have that critical thinking going on all day, but it's just so much different to like actually do something with your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of fun. I agree. So what's your next, uh, video or your next YouTube channel? Uh, the big one, the one we've never talked about on this channel whatsoever. I like to make stuff. <laughs> Bob. I intentionally uh, did not put that on my list, but I do have. I had bo- to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I had you- to. It's it's in my top. I had to. So yeah, no, it's great. it's. I like to make stuff with uh, Bob, who we've talked to a million times on Man, here. He so three million subscribers. Yeah, over three million. Three point one three. So yeah, and um, as you can see through my. Uh, you can see the little red bar on all his videos. Oh, I've watched everything Bob's done. And uh, I, I am a patron of his. I, I support, I like to make stuff on Patreon. Uh, it's pretty worth it. It's five bucks for the, I think there's a dollar, there's a $1 tier, which like for every Patreon $1 tier, it's just like a quote unquote, thank you. But then the $5, uh, you get in on, on his discord, which he is not active on the discord, but the people who are, are very helpful. Like if you're into woodworking, metalsmithing, electronic, like if you're building computers, I guess. Um, like if you're doing, if you're just making things, it's a very good Discord to be in on. The guys on there are just super helpful, super nice. There are ladies on there too, so not just guys, I guess. Um, but it's just, it's a very nice community, and they're very passionate about like just being friendly and helpful to each other. Uh, it's, uh, uh, but then also if you're a Patreon of his, any 
designs he comes up with like that go for sale on his website you get for free as long as you're the patreon at the time that they come out and you get like i think a 10 or 20 percent discount on his store so there's that as well so anyway i didn't mean to hijack your no no it's fine i mean this just kind of shows like i i honestly thought we were both gonna have him on here uh, well, and I, but... I knew you were going to which is why and i did a different one of bob's so we can get to yes that. uh so yeah, there's not really much to say. I discovered Bob just through going through rabbit holes of prop building on YouTube. I think we've talked about that maybe before, but uh, in one of our previous ones. But yeah, I just discovered him uh, looking up like just going through, like I said, going through a rabbit hole. I was looking up how to build lightsabers, and Bob had one, and I watched his. And I won't lie, like since he made his own generic one, I always kind of am a little distracted from watching those a little bit because I like watching the actual ones get built from the movies. Oh, so, okay. but it got me into like looking more and more at his stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. he really is one of my top uh, most viewed channels. So I, I, I like him a lot. I don't, I don't have a, I haven't supported him on Patreon or anything, but I watch a lot of his videos. Yeah, and I don't support too many people on Patreon. I just uh, – and the main reason I guess I do is for the thing that I'm going to talk about. But also just I wanted to be able to get like the discounts because I, wa- I figured I was going to buy a lot of his plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because like he makes really ba- – like kind of basic stuff, but he does a really good job with it like – um, there's a desk that he has that uses one, uh, sheet of plywood. So like, I don't have to then go through and figure, try to figure out how much wood I need to buy. I can buy his plans. I think they're like five bucks. Uh, yeah, it's not, his stuff isn't expensive. Yeah. And then I know all I need is one sheet of plywood and I can build his thing. And so then I don't have to think about that. Um, but then he, he does a lot of star Wars stuff too. Like, uh, the last, last two videos were, uh, regarding his Boba Fett helmet he built a media center that was like that looks like something from the Death Star. Um, He's been working on an R two for like two yeah, or three years. Uh, he he made a gaffy stick right after uh, it was used on the Mandalorian exclusively by an unknown person, an unnamed person. Now we talked yep. about that, but uh, yeah, in his video he has a big spoiler, but it's just you have to kind of know what you're looking at. I I just I went back and I missed a video the other uh it's it's old it's right on my screen it's uh move a canoe by yourself making a canoe carrier <laughs> I missed that one and I watched it the other day and that was fascinating like I don't have a passion for welding yeah. uh but I do enjoy watching him build stuff like that yeah so yeah I had a really good time did you get a chance we talked about it off the podcast but did you get a chance to watch his latest one where he built that uh floating helmet display mount no, I have not seen that. He, it's pretty good. Yeah, and um, he yeah he tends to kind of overdo things a little bit. Oh, with, that one, like I told you, that one was kind of anxiety heavy. Yeah, like, I, and, I thought I was like it's what we talked about off of here. Where if you watch that one, you're I, I won't go into deep on it because we've talked about Bob on here and he's actually listened to our podcast. So, <laughs> uh, but I like the video. Right? But I explained something to Dexter where I was kind of like this is. Very, very, like, I can't figure out how he managed to come up with this. I mean, he gives credit to uh, another YouTuber in the video, but he said that he tried not to copy what they did. 
Yeah, and he tends to do like he he'll make things that a lot of other YouTubers have made, and so then he will try try to make it a little more unique. Like, um, and that there was an episode or a video he made a couple like a month or two ago of like a uh, an arm like a light that's on an on the end an adjustable light arm. Yeah, yep. right there. Um, and and like yeah, you and I both kind of commented about just like how like. There's no way we could build this. No, <laughs> just it's it's like really over engineered, and it's um and he kind of even says it in the video that like he kind of did it that way on purpose because so many other people have made uh, adjustable light arms, so he wanted to make his a little more like a little different and maybe more advanced just because he wanted like he he wanted to make one, mm-hmm. and so then he wanted to make it unique. Um, and I think, uh, on a podcast, so I listened to his podcast, uh, called making it with, uh, two other creators, uh, Jimmy Duresta and David Pachulo or something like that. Uh, which are, those are two, uh, two other good channels, I guess. Uh, there's, if you, you ever look into it, but, um, uh, on that one, he even said that in this next year, the design or the videos of the things he's going to be making are going to be just more complex, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. just because he finds that interesting, like a little over the top, but at the same time, like, there's nothing wrong with that either. Like, I'm not saying I'm intimidated by things being too complex. It's just, uh, as, as an amateur in, in this field and stuff like that, it's, it is a little complex for me, but it doesn't just, it doesn't take away my enjoyment of, no, they're still fun to watch, but, and also like his Mandalorian or his, uh, Boba Fett helmet and Mandalorian helmet, I guess that he did like the, the purpose of that video wasn't like make this thing. It was showing you how to make similar things. Yeah. And it's also, it's like, he's he's showing you how to do it on a 3d printer that you own. Yeah. Yeah. Really. His videos are more about process than they are follow step by step. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like his videos are like 10 to 20 minutes long and they span days. So it's really he's not he's showing you how to do it, but he's not going into big details, not showing you every step on how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, too, because he has his shop like I think it's in his basement. Yeah, he has two uh, and then he has his his barn, and so some he has like bigger things out of the barn, I think, and so he has to like go back and forth, and they do a good job of editing, so it's not like weird, but no, it's a it's a good channel. It's great. Okay, well, uh, we have two more left. Uh, Dexter, what's your final uh, top YouTube so, channel? Yeah, my last one is Bob's other channel, um, and it's actually just his, it's a the video version of his podcast that i listen to uh it's no instruction there it is yep um and this is just him and his like i I guess sidekick so if you watch his um his maker channel uh there's a guy named josh who's on it um i think more frequently more recently he used to be uh, i think maybe mostly a cameraman and then yeah he was bob's cameraman for years yeah and then like he was also I think he did like the, he edited the videos and stuff. And now he's, I think just full-time like helper. Um, like, so it's just, he's they just, have a uh, new cameraman. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony, I think is the new cameraman. Um, Anthony's on the, if you're, if you become this guy's patron, uh, Anthony's on the discord a lot more. Um, but anyway, so Bob, so this podcast slash, channel youtube channel is uh bob and josh and they're just building legos while just chatting it's a very if you like our podcast at all uh you'd probably like theirs as well 
Um, they're a little bit older than us, and the, like they all while they're building Legos, they just I mean they just talk about the stuff like we do um, on this podcast and and just kind of random things. Um, they're both dads, and their kids are kind of getting into the teens. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and so they kind of uh, yeah. they talk about like some of the issues of having teenage kids um, and d- like just kind of problems of I guess being dads to a degree, but also then like just the lifestyle of cleaning a pool at the end of of fall um, <laughs> and just stuff like that. They they don't really talk too much about I like to make stuff at all really. Um, they just kind of talk about like they had a couple episodes that were dedicated to Mandalorian. Um, and they just, I don't know. They just kind of talk about random stuff. It's a, it's a good show. It's always uh, kind of funny. I, cause I mostly listen to the podcast. I never really watched the show on YouTube. Um, but it's, I always kind of forget that they're building Legos at the same time as talking. Um, and so it's always just kind of funny. And so I'll pop onto YouTube just to like see, cause they'll, they'll like mention what it is they're working on. Cause Josh likes to get, uh, kits to like so he builds like the Lego set and um, I think he likes the he likes car like he, he made a Jeep recently um, and then he got like an extension kit like a third party kit to put lights on it and so he had to kind of take it apart a little bit to, to get like the electronics yeah okay you, um, and I'll share that episode too and Matt's looking at it we're sharing screens um, and so he added the like the, the, some LEDs and stuff to this Jeep that he built uh, which was really cool um, oh, and actually, Bob isn't even doing Legos there. He's building. Um, He's building the snow speeder. Yeah, the snow speeder, like just a regular model kit. So it doesn't always have to be Legos. I think once they were doing this other like model, like modular model kit building. Um, this is like before Christmas, I think. Uh, that like one of their friends had like a Kickstarter for, and it was like you could build your own like ships, I think. Um, but you could like mix and match these modular things that you would buy to kind of build your own custom ship. It was interesting. I kind of want to look into it and then I forgot to, and I never did, but, um, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a nice relaxing podcast. I usually listen to this when I'm like mowing. It's a weekly thing. Um, they took a really big break, uh, right after Christmas. I think it's been like a month since they've had an episode, but they just had one out yesterday and I haven't listened to it yet, but it's, uh, it's just a nice relaxing podcast. Just to listen to some guys chatting. Um, it's, it's a similar comment, uh, for this show that, um, I think Jet Falco, um, of, uh, um, we've talked about him before, but, uh, <laughs> he made an associate of Tom's. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he made, he's made a comment about our show just being like during this pandemic, uh, he's enjoyed listening to us just because like we talk about geeky stuff. And so it's kind of just like being around other people like similarly minded to him. And that's why I listen to them. Like it's just they're two guys similarly minded to me about the same age, about the same life experiences. They're both huge nerds. They watch Star Wars and Star Trek and and they talk about it. So it's just fun to listen to. That's cool. That's- yeah, I'm, I'm honestly uh I'm surprised by how low their subscriptions are in their views. Well, and I think it's just because it's really they don't promote it on. I like to make stuff, so I mean, I guess there's that. But yeah, I think it's just it's mostly a podcast, which you can't you can't get podcast numbers like you can YouTube numbers, uh, like just by looking at it. Um, but I'm pretty sure they they get more downloads via podcast apps more than YouTube. I think it's just on YouTube because they're YouTubers. But, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I still have not looked them up that much, so I really yeah. need to because I think he, I would enjoy it. 
and just to completely cover Bob, uh, <laughs> he has another YouTube uh, or uh, podcast where um, what is that one called? Um, Brain Pick. Um, where he interviews, he doesn't do a YouTube version of it, but it's called Brain Pick, and he interviews um, basically just other YouTubers. Um, he did one recently with a musician that I don't know his name, um, and then he did one a long time ago. Um, so he just picked Brain Pick back up. It, it had been on a hiatus for a couple of years, uh, but he interviewed like the guy, who, the CEO of um, of Patreon, who's a YouTuber. Actually, he does mm-hmm. he makes music, um, but that's just it, it's interesting. Like just he uh bob just does quite a bit of stuff really yeah that's cool yeah what's your last one then (sighs) my last pick like this probably isn't i did it in order of like enjoyment uh so my what so this is the worst one (laughs) well no i mean like top five five down this is honestly my most enjoyed channel Okay. okay and it is the internet historian oh I should have known you were going to say that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So the Internet Historian is a channel run by a guy who he he does uh, documentaries, essentially, of things that have happened with the Internet community wise, things that uh, big things that have gone on, parodies, stuff like that. it's very difficult to try and describe the person behind this because he is 100% anonymous. Yeah, well, he, we know that he's in New Zealand, doesn't he? He is New Zealand, but he's in yeah. he lives in Australia. Oh, okay. Cause, yes. Well, because like I, I don't know if he made the comment or you did to me, like off somewhere, you know, not on the podcast, about how like he has trouble uploading things because like. His internet connection's not great. It's so bad. It's so bad in Australia. (laughs) Internet is terrible. He legitimately has to turn his cell phone into a hotspot because uh, and tether his his computer to his cell phone because his phone gets more uh, higher speed internet than his uh, than his actual Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. Well, and he has such big like his videos are really long. I mean, they're legit documentaries, really. Some of them are. Some of them are only like twenty minutes long. Some of them are only fifteen minutes long. Uh, the biggest Good one though. I think he's ever done is uh, No Man's Sky. Oh, that was a good uh, one. Is, I couldn't watch it. hour long. Yeah, I watched a lot of it, but that was, that was entertaining. Yeah, yeah he, did a, he did a half an hour one about uh, the fall of Fallout 76. That was a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Balloon Boy was good as well. Oh, Balloon Boy's great. Uh, and what yeah, this is... is Fire Festival. Yeah, it's it's com- <laughs> it's a comedy channel. He has two channels. Uh, this one he only puts out a video. He hasn't put a video out in almost six months on his on oh, this wow. channel. Yeah, he's well, almost I mean, he three does, million views. Like he does so much like work on each one though. Yeah. Like I, I, it makes sense. Yeah, is this his full time job? Do you know? Yes, I do. Yes, it is. And I'll get into that. Uh, he okay. has a second channel that I also put next to it on my list called Incognito Mode, <laughs> and much more frequent. Much more okay. frequent, uh, more community stuff that he does. He practically mm. says this is his main channel now. Mm. And but what it is is he. I actually uh, I, even without knowing that we were going to do this, I watched an interview with him the other night. Oh, okay. And he's out of it's a it's actually a a camera interview, but he it's over his shoulder. Okay. And, he descri- he describes that he worked at an office. He was like a copywriter, uh-huh. and his talents were getting cut. So he always wanted to start a YouTube channel, 
And so he did a topic that he thought was popular. It wasn't. <laughs> and he found no information really about it other than clips on YouTube. So he chopped all the clips up, made it into a video. And it was all about uh, the internet trolling GameStop over Battletoads. And that's, <laughs> yeah, that's how he got to start. And I think uh, he's almost 3 million subscribers. Yeah. By his first month, I think he was at 100,000 subscribers. Jeepers. And so he asked his wife if he could probably do this full time because he's doing a lot better doing this than his job. Yeah. And he's been doing it now for, let me see, when was his first video? Uh, four years ago. Okay. And I've known about him for about three years. Yeah, like, I learned about him from Tom, who did uh, he did a DashCon documentary. Oh, Dash, man, that that documentary, wow. Only ten minutes long. It's really great. Oh. Yeah, he's done a lot of popular things. Like he's done the last in the last year, he's done two videos dealing with all the garbage that's gone on with coronavirus, like people hmm. how people have handled it. Oh yeah. And uh, he's done. Yeah, he did Fire Festival. He's he documented Shia LaBeouf's anti-Trump campaign uh, thing they did. He did the Curse of the Olympic Flame, which is great. Uh, a lot of a lot of great great stuff. Like if if you like memes and things like that, that's his channel's per his channel's great. And his incognito channel is just a lot of behind the scenes. He does Q and A's of his main channel videos, like DashCon and things like that. And I've gotten into some really funny things. Like he's done role play. He does these re- things called Sundance Rejects, where they pretty much make uh, they write a movie, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, very piss poorly. Like yeah, uh, the Sonic one. <laughs> yeah, like very very piss poorly animated. Like not animated. It's pretty much just going well, like recording yourself moving stuff around. <laughs> and yeah. um, he's yeah he. Uh, so, but yeah, he's kept himself completely anonymous. Like, yeah. you don't know his name, never seen his face, anything. He uses uh, the character Harold from Sh- uh, Shutterstock uh, Pictures as his as his face. And he was asked why in this interview, why he doesn't reveal himself. And he said pretty much because, not because, you know, he doesn't want to get hounded by fans or anything. He wants to have a life after YouTube if there is one. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I know another YouTuber, like, who does that for the same reason. Like, they just, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's that's his main reason. He keeps his name, his personal life, everything, his face, all hidden. He says if you really tried, you could probably find out who he is, but nobody's mm-hmm. ever really has. Like, uh, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, he just says, like, you know, if I ever stop doing this, I want to be able to, you know, just say I was a... Uh, um, I was a content creator and that's it or, um, and that's all. So that's pretty cool. I always wondered why he keeps himself hidden and stuff like that, but that that's legitimately the reason why. So yeah, it's one of the funniest channels I've ever seen on the internet. It's yeah. It's great. I could see it potentially being difficult to find work. I suppose like if this was on your resume, I don't know. Like just, it depends on the type of work. Like he could probably easily get like a job at like a funhouse type of place. I suppose. Oh yeah, a, a content creator <laughs> YouTube channel probably. But since he's doing it his own and he's making money, obviously he probably yeah. doesn't. We do. no, but no. he is an educated person. Like he's a very well educated mm-hmm. person and uh, very intelligent. Yeah. So I don't think it would be hard for him to find work. I know. I think he's talked about how if he wanted to move anywhere, it would probably be America. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
yeah, he's a he's a Kiwi. And there are some funny videos where he talks about like that, just how shitty it is to live in Australia <laughs> and everything. So but yeah, he's he has a Twitch channel as well. He's very, very it's, present on Twitter, which and yeah, he's very much a person who's, you know, got the uh, he's got a grasp on current events and stuff with the internet but yeah it's just it's just a comedy channel it's very funny and yeah i discovered it through tom tom's told me about dashcon mm. and then i just have gone down the rabbit hole of looking him up and i've i've discovered other channels through him too people he's had on on his other channel and things like that mm. cool his ads are the best thing on the planet his ads are hilarious like- yes and you have to give him full creative control when you pull an ad on his show. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, at first I wasn't a big fan of them, but what he does is he gets sponsors, and a lot of sponsors will let you do what you want, and he pretty much just pushes their buttons to, uh, on them. Like, literally, one of his ads was it opened with an email from the company saying, can you please do something different with your ads? Yeah. And he did the exact opposite and made it even more ridiculous and extreme. Yeah. And at the end of his ad, he posted an email from the company that said, thanks, we hate it. <laughs> and uh, but his advertisement is also mostly for like NordVPN. It's it's nerds called it's nerd stuff. It's yeah. Like that. So which I still don't understand how NordVPN is legal, but it is. So yeah, well, it's a security thing, but I I know it's used for other stuff. But yeah, and he does highlight how to use it for other things. Like yeah, half his video, half his ads are that. So yeah, his advertisement is great, and um, I yeah, I mean, I've been watching now for three or four four years, I think. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it doesn't put out a lot of content. Like I said, like he hasn't done a video in six uh six months but his other channels have some things and he live streams Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so great channel one of the funniest i've ever seen and it's always great like while he only has um gosh how many videos does he actually have one two three four five probably a little over 30 yeah Yeah. a little over 30 but boy talk about rewatchability yeah they're quality stuff i mean Poorly animated, but very quality informational and just hilarious. I mean, it's they're poorly done on purpose. Like yep. it's that style. It's very well done. Uh, yeah, and that that's all my picks. I mean, honorable mentions yep. I would probably throw out there would be like Red Letter Media, Gaming Historian, mm-hmm. uh, the Cinema Snob. Surprisingly, the Cinema Snob was not what I mentioned, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, these these are our top. Uh, YouTube channels that we frequent the most. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. like I said, Dexter's not as engulfed in YouTube as I am, but mm-hmm. we both obviously have channels that we enjoy a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't have anything else to say, but... Neither um, do I. <laughs> so, uh, I guess, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, ended up being a long episode, which is fine. Uh, and... We've done yeah. What? We've done way longer. We have. But, uh, <laughs> we had a technical problem for about 10 minutes in this. So. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, Thank you. Let us know what you think, uh, what, I guess, channels we should be listening to or watching. Yeah, give um, us recommendations. Post it on the Facebook and everything. Yep. So thanks for listening. Thank you.